Good morning. It's Friday, December 15th, National Cupcake Day. I bet you thought I'd go with Bill of Rights Day because of what an absolute nerd I am. But first of all, wow. Wow, how dare you? You're really out here calling me a nerd? Because what? Because I have a, a few books that break the Bill of Rights down. Now I'm a nerd? Jeez, I don't even know you anymore. Second of all, I really do love the Bill of Rights, but I also love cupcakes. We can contain multitudes. And now, the news. In fairly shocking news to me and also my mom, who said, think they can pass this in time? And I said, not at this point. Congress has passed a defense spending bill that now heads to the desk of the president for signature. The bill includes a 5.2 increase in service member pay, the largest in 20 years. It also does not include language that would block the Pentagon's abortion travel policy or restrict gender-affirming care for service members and their dependents. It also includes an extension of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which allows the government to collect communications of non-Americans outside of America without warrants. However, this is meant to be a short-term extension so that more time can be given to reach a compromise about what to do with it. And listen, this is not my most favorite thing either, but apparently Republicans were so upset about it. And I do have to roll my eyes so hard that I have a migraine about that. Because this week, Kate Cox, a woman here in America, had to leave the state where she lives to receive medical care that she was seeking because those absolute freaks need to know what's happening in the uterus of everyone that has one. Whole states are criminalizing gender-affirming care because those absolute freaks need to know what's happening in the chones of everyone in their state. But sure, throw your fake little outrage at the FISA extension. Okay. Anyway, like I said, this spending bill is expected to be signed off on by the president. So there we go. Funding for Ukraine and Israel are also in the bill. However, the Senate announced on Thursday that it will return on Monday to continue working on more funding for Ukraine and Israel, as well as border security. So the Senate has another week of work. However, the House is done for the year, which means that while Kevin McCarthy will remain a House rep until the end of the year, he has most likely cast his last vote as a House rep. And since, spoiler alert, this is the last episode of the year, it is also the last time that I'll do an episode with him as an elected official. It brings me joy just to say that. Goodbye, Kevin McCarthy. We hardly knew ye. I mean, we knew ye a lot. We knew ye enough. But we also hardly knew ye because you lacked, and, and still lack, any interesting features of personality that would tell us that you're a real person and not just, you know, a version of yourself that you drew when you were a kid and told yourself what you wanted to be when you were a really important big guy when you grew up. And you got the jawline right, but that was about it. Please know, Kevin, that I mean this from the bottom of my heart. These may be your final weeks as an elected representative. But as long as you live a public life, as long as you continue to suck up to Donald Trump, know that even if it doesn't happen on this podcast, somewhere, somehow, I will be out there in the world making fun of you, you absolute dinkus. On Thursday, the Supreme Court left an Illinois assault-style weapons ban in place. 
Can you believe it? I could not. I had to read it like three times to make sure I was understanding it correctly. The law restricts the sale and purchase of semi-automatic assault weapons, as well as large capacity ammunition feeding devices. Anyone who lawfully had them before the law was passed can keep them, but must sign an affidavit to state police by January 1st. The ban will stay in place while a case before the federal appellate court continues. And how about one last Trump crime update time for the year. In regards to Trump's civil New York money crimes case, a New York appellate court rejected Trump's gag order challenge on Thursday, which means he is still, this is so wild, not allowed to threaten, harass, or provoke his followers to do the same when it comes to the judge's staff. How dare they? And also they they ruled that way because the paperwork that his team filed was not filed correctly. So like, great, great job all around. Um, A pluses in failing. Now, if only we could find a way to put a gag order in place against him for any and all future remarks. Oh, wait, we can. We can't. Hey, no, we can't. But we kind of can. Go to www.raisingvoters.org to make sure that you and all your friends and family are registered to vote. We are nonpartisan, but uh, wowzers, does your vote matter? And that's it. That's the news for the year. I'm taking three weeks off, but I will be back next year to talk about the news, um, to do my little bits, my stellar impressions, all the things. I'll be back. In the meantime... Between now and then, there will be a lot of holidays, lots of big stuff happening. But please know, more than all of that, more than all of it combined, because you are sweeter than a cupcake, remember it's National Cupcake Day, because you are more excellent than excellence, and just because it's true, I'm proud of you.